Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I found on, well, it was on Facebook. It's just 12, real quick, bad analogies written by high school students. Oh, God. These are hilarious. <laughs> so, number one, her eyes were like two brown circles with big black dots in the center. Okay. <laughs> I think that's just a description. That's an eye. Um, next one. He was as tall as a six, six foot three tree. <laughs> Uh, number three, her face was a perfect oval, like a circle that had its two sides gently compressed by a thigh master. <laughs> uh, number four, from the attic came an unearthly howl. The whole scene had an eerie, surreal quality, like when you're on vacation in another city and Jeopardy comes on at 7 instead of 7.30. <laughs> um... Okay. Number five. John and Mary had never met. They were like two hummingbirds who had also never met. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. She had a deep, throaty, genuine laugh, like that sound a dog makes just before it throws up. Wow. What the fuck? That's so rude. It's <laughs> very rude. Number seven, the ballerina rose gracefully on point and extended one slender leg behind her like a dog at a fire hydrant. <laughs> Come on. Again, rude. <laughs> Number eight, he was as lame as a duck. Not a metaphorical lame duck, either, but a real duck that was actually lame. Maybe from stepping on a landmine or something. <laughs> um, I think that'd be more than lame. <laughs> yes, it would be dead. Pieces. Yes. <laughs> Number nine. Her vocabulary was as bad as, like, whatever. <laughs> How lazy! <laughs> Number ten. She grew on him like she was a colony of E. coli, and he was a room-temperature Canadian beef. Ew. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) Number 11. The revelation that his marriage of 30 years had disintegrated because of his wife's infidelity came as a rude shock, like a surcharge at a formerly surcharge-free ATM. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And number 12. The lamp just sat there like an inanimate object. Um, It is an inanimate object. (laughs) Yes, it is. I thought those were really funny. Those are cute. Yes. (laughs) Okay, and now I have some facts. First one, the most popular item at Walmart is bananas. They sell more bananas than any other single item they have in stock. Huh. That's interesting. It is interesting. And it's kind of, that's good. And I just ordered some bananas from Walmart. Because they're, they're, well, I hate bananas, but I like to make stuff with bananas. Well, 
Peyton wanted bananas. Oh. I was like, are you going to eat the bananas <laughs> if I get them? Yeah. Uh, next one, sunsets on Mars are blue. Ooh, cool. Did I hear, I heard a fact this week, and I don't remember if it was on Is We Dumb, which is a podcast you guys should listen to. It's awesome. It is. Um, but did you know that we know more about Earth, or the surface of Mars? Than, than the we... oceans? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God, was that on Is We Dumb? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've actually, like, oh I've actually, no. Was it on Scared to Death? Maybe. Maybe he did. I think it was on Scared to Death. They were talking about water and how... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But I've heard that before. Have you really? Yeah. That was insane to me. It's like, oh my God, are you serious? Oh my God. That just makes it so much more scary. I... Yeah. I don't like the ocean. No. It's just unknown. It's yeah. terrifying. It's very scary. Yes. Okay, next one. LBS comes from the Latin word libra, which means pound. Hmm. Next one. The small indents in the bottom of frozen pizzas are there to prevent air bubbles forming inside the dough. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, The term footage comes from films being measured in feet when being edited in the early days of filmmaking. Okay. In 2005, Mark Zuckerberg unsuccessfully tried to sell Facebook for $75 million. Back then, it was called The Facebook. <laughs> so people aren't that stupid. <laughs> yeah, I guess. When they call it The Facebook. Yeah, it used to be called that. Yeah. Uh, there's an opposite of an albino animal, which aren't white but black. These are known as melanistic animals. Hmm. Uh, next one, in 2016, a student left a, pr- a pineapple in an art museum in Scotland. Two days later, it had been placed in a glass case as part of oh the... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that reminds me of Jank- James Franco's Invisible <laughs> Art Museum. That was the funniest shit I mean... <laughs> Surely, at some point, they noticed that it was going bad, right? I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, because people can literally look at garbage and think, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> such great art," and it's garbage. Yes. So I don't know. Just like the one, the paint splatter, yeah, like, art yeah. or the just. The slashes. And yeah. Like, what the fuck? I'm, I don't get it. I I'm don't sorry. either. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That is not beautiful to me. No. It means nothing to me. That's why I literally frame my kids' art and hang it on the wall. Well, that is something <laughs> that, you know, it means something. Exactly. It, yes. That's, yeah. <sighs> or I have paintings, but it's like in the tone of my house that, you know, like theme yeah it's not just paint splotches on a freaking wall anyway yeah that's dumb uh the first film with a 100 million dollar budget was true lies which was made in 1994 that was a good movie good movie yes next one digging a hole to china is theoretically possible if you start in argentina Hmm. very interesting i wouldn't want to do it no thank you 
Uh, next one, researchers found fossils of a mega penguin that stood over six feet tall <gasps> and weighed in at over 250 pounds. Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. I would die mega if I penguin. saw a mega penguin. I would die. It's like Billy Madison shit. They're supposed to be little baby cute penguins, yes, not just waddle around. big ones. Yeah, that's scary. Next one, strawberries can also be white or yellow, and some can even taste like pineapples. Oh, interesting. Next one, the term bruh is Hawaiian pigeon, pigeon, short for brada, brother, and was popularized by surf culture. Yes. Bruh. Hey, bruh. I hate yeah. Well, only because I hear it 40 million times come out of my 12-year-old daughter's mouth. And it's so irritating. <laughs> oh, is that like one of the N words now? Like Yeah. But it happens to be the first three letters of my name. So. <laughs> it works. Bra. <laughs> <laughs> or it's something used to hold your boobs up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, next one. If you have any. <laughs> right. As of 1998, over 50% of Iceland's population believed in the existence of elves. Hmm. The Boston Marathon didn't allow female runners until 1972. Whatever. Whatever. Next one. When watermelons are grilled or baked, they lose their granular texture and can even be used as a meat substitute or, or a watermelon steak. Interesting. Hmm. I've seen people like grill watermelon on like the cooking shows I too, and stuff. And I'm always like, what are you doing? Yeah, you would think it would like disintegrate yeah. or something. Huh. Very interesting. That, that is interesting. Have You'll to have try to try that. that. Next summer? Yeah. I will. Probably not. But I will. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to remember, like, six months from now to grill watermelon. I'm sure that's not going to (laughs) happen. Next one. Some cat breeds, called puppy cats, are bred specifically to exhibit dog-like behavior. Well, that's rude. I know. They're they're cats. cats. Don't. Leave them alone. I did see a YouTube video of a cat playing fetch, and he was, like, panting. It was really cute. Aww. I, I I figured that kitty had grown up with dogs. Yeah. And it was just trying to be a dog. But who knows? It might be a puppy cat. <laughs> puppy cat. Oh, my gosh. If you want a freaking puppy, then just get a fucking puppy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't get it either. Uh, in October 2015, United Airlines made a man with cerebral palsy crawl off one of its flights the flight attendants just watched as he struggled oh are you fucking kidding me i wouldn't have put that in there if i would have read that i hate everyone next one uh bluetooth technology was named after a 10th century king king harold bluetooth i don't believe this one (laughs) there's no way this man's last name is bluetooth I don't know, maybe. He united Denmark and, and Norway, just like the wireless technology united computers and cell phones. I don't believe that one. Yeah, that one seems kind of 
the King Harold Bluetooth. No. I'm, no. Harry Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All dogs are banned from Antarctica since April 1994. This ban was made because certain... Because of certain... <laughs> okay, this is what it says. This ban was made because of certain that dogs might pr- might spread diseases to seals. Hmm. Anyway. What kind of disease do dogs have? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a sport called squirrel fishing in which participants try to catch squirrels and lift them into the air by using a nut on a fishing pole. Oh my god. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> I hope they give they actually give them the nuts instead of just making them beg for them or something. <laughs> I don't know. People have too much time on their hands. Yes. In Slovakia, they have Christmas carp that live in the family bathtub for a few days before they're eaten. Yeah. I think yeah. I've heard that before. I've never heard that. That's crazy. Next one. Banks have therapists known as wealth psychologists who help ultra-rich clients who are unable to mentally cope with their immense wealth. Oh, boo fucking Oh, boo. my God. Oh, my God. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> what about a poor psychologist? What are we supposed to do when we can't pay our bills and we're tearing our hair out? Oh my god, I hate everyone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I can't mentally cope with my immense wealth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. I will slap you in the face. Uh, yeah. And then let's see how you feel. Oh, I'll feel better. Uh, in 1999, hackers revealed a security flaw in Hotmail that permitted anybody to log into any Hotmail account using the word eh. <laughs> At the time, it was called the most widespread security incident in the history of the web. That's funny. Next one, a small population of mammoths survived on the Wrangell Island until 1650 B.C., about 900 years after the con- the construction of the Great Pyramid of Giza was completed. Holy shit. Just makes you wonder how how close in time we actually were to these things. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Next one, the office treasurer of the United States has been held by a woman since 1949. Hmm. Very nice. Yeah. The Flintstones was the most profitable network cartoon franchise for 30 years. That's before The Simpsons came along. Oh. (laughs) I love The Simpsons. I like The Flintstones too. I saw this thing on Facebook today where it was like cartoon world. Like things that shouldn't be able to happen in like real life. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was like um, it showed where, you know, how they when they run off a cliff and gravity doesn't work until they look down yeah or um (laughs) what are spongebob sleeves attached to (laughs) and it showed a picture of bart and uh lisa simpson as skeletons but their hair was still yeah it's like so did they have hair or (laughs) was it bone or (laughs) is that skin (laughs) 
<laughs> showed Goofy walking Pluto, dog walking a dog. It showed one of Minnie Mouse scared of little mice. Oh my gosh, that's funny. There was just a whole bunch. They were good. <laughs> that's funny. Um, oh. The University of Minnesota is older than Minnesota, the state itself. What? That's, that's what it says. I'm not sure. Okay. We can call bullshit on it. I just called bullshit on that one. Well, I don't understand how you could have... Unless this it was there, but it, that's not what it was called. Maybe. Or wasn't at some point, like, states not states yet in the United States? Oh, like... You know what I mean? Like it not was officially a, exactly yeah that might be what what they mean like it wasn't it was still Minnesota but it wasn't officially Minnesota yeah, maybe next one tickling has been divided into types uh, nismesis refers to light feather like tickling and garlicis refers to harder laughter inducing tickling <laughs> okay. Next one. As of 2019, the site MySpace still gets 8 million visitors per month. Really? Apparently. Oh my gosh. Those people are in the past. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy to me. I didn't even think that website was up anymore. I didn't either. Oh my gosh. I wonder if my page is still there. <laughs> oh my God. I hope not. Oh. I don't even know if I had one. I remember having one. I don't think I had one. It's probably covered with NSYNC. That's all it would be. <laughs> okay. C-3PO and R2-D2 had their own 1985 single season 13 episode spinoff TV series <laughs> called Star Wars Droids. The season show the adventures of R2-D2 and C-3PO before they joined Luke Skywalker. Oh. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, people don't sneeze in their sleep due to their brain shutting down the reflex. Huh. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Have you ever woken up and immediately sneezed, though? No. I've done that, like, once. You know, it was hmm. like literally one time, but I was so weirded out. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I like woke up and like it had been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my brain to come on. <laughs> waiting for me to boot up. Uh, let's see. Your nose is always visible to you. Your mind ignores it through a process called unconscious selective attention. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, next one, Sudan has Sudan has more pyramids than any country with 255. They outnumber Egyptian pyramids by twice the amount. Hmm. The word Jurassic, which, me, which we so often associate with dinosaurs, comes from the eclectic word for forest. Hmm. Our brain is our fattiest organ, being composed of nearly 60% fat. Really? That's what this piece of paper said that I copied and pasted off the internet, so I'm not <laughs> sure, actually. Uh, Guy Fox is the reason guys are called guys. Who's Guy Fox? I have no idea. 
Next one, February used to be the last month of the year, which is why it is the shortest, has the shortest number of days. Next one, Lego toys are a better investment than, than stocks, bonds, or gold. Wow. Um, I might start buying some Legos. I had, yeah, I used to have tons and tons and I'm tons. I'm keeping them in the box, though, like... Oh, yeah, that, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I have, t- I mean, I have a zillion Legos, mm-hmm. but they're all... You probably have some of ours. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, next one, a Canadian company started selling fresh air in a can as a joke. Then Chinese consumers made it real, paying up to $20 a can. Oh, my God. Seriously? It's a joke, people. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, in September what would you even uh, use it for? What would you do with it? You Have you ever seen Spaceballs? You ever seen him open up the can and like just snort it in like he's breathing well, in? Well, yeah, pressure. but that's a comedy. That's probably what they do. That what they did. It was a joke in the first. Like seriously, it wasn't made to be done. Anything it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that people bought it in the first place—that's as bad uh, as the invisible art. That is. That is bad. <laughs> It's really bad, but it's funny. At least they're not paying $10,000 for a can. But 20 bucks a can? Jeez. That's crazy. Uh, Let's see. In September 2007, a guy named Kevin Shelley broke 46 wooden toilet seats with his head in one minute to create a world record. Fantastic. That's such a joke. Like, dude. World records are cool, and they need to be... World records are cool if the if what they're doing is cool. Exactly. That is they get They take it to, of course, there's always those people that take it to the extreme and make it stupid. But Guinness is allowing it, though. But, yeah. And I don't think that they should do that, in my opinion. Next one... The College of the Ozarks doesn't charge tuition. Instead, students work on campus at least 15 hours a week and have two 40-hour work weeks. That's a year? Like, throughout the year? Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's, should take a note from that and do things Mm -hmm. like that all the time. But then people are probably like, "Eh, it's like slavery. No. They're getting their college education. You're paying for your college. Exactly. And you have to do 15 hours a week. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, really. Next one. The Japanese have a work philosophy called Kaizen, where people constantly seek to find ways to improve me- methods instead of just doing it the same way. That's cool. Yeah. Next one. For every child born in Wales since April 2014, the Welsh government have donated a fruit tree to Ugandan families to celebrate the birth or adoption of every child. Aww. That's very nice. Next one, restaurants can sing happy birthday now because the copyrights claims are invalid. Judge George H. King ruled that a copyright filed in 1935 granted only the rights to specific piano arrangements of the music, not the song itself. Thank God. <laughs> That's so dumb. Yes. <laughs> uh... Tyromancy is the practice of predicting the future with cheese. With what? Cheese. Oh, my God. 
What? I'm going to have to look that up. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Shoe shops use x-ray machines to measure measure shoe sizes. Let me start that over. Shoe shops used x-ray machines to measure shoe shoe sizes (laughs) in the 1940s before the risks of x-rays were fully understood. Oh, interesting. Iguanas have three eyes, two normal eyes, and a third eye on top of their head that only perceives brightness. Hmm. That's cool. Weird, but cool. Uh, Big Ben. Oh, this is my last one. Big Ben, or the Elizabeth Tower in London, is leaning over so much it can now be seen with the naked eye. In 4,000 years, it will be at the same angle as the Tower of Pisa is now. Holy crap. Why is it falling? Maybe the... Uh, earth is wet or too soft all right i am doing terrifying creatures part three all right it was late at night and i was driving on a quiet country road when my sister and i spotted a flying object the first thing that seemed odd was that it didn't have any lights on it and it was night This then made me realize that it was actually flying low enough for us to see it without light. That then led me to consider the lack of noise it was making. It was silent. We stopped the car and turned it off to listen, and there was no noise from propellers or engines. We watched it fly slowly, slow as hell over us towards the nearby town. The only explanation I could think of it is being a glider... But flying at night with no lights and being that low and 10 plus miles away from a landing strip seemed to rule that out. That's crazy. That's weird because usually they have lights on them. Yeah. Every story you hear, it it had lights. Some kind of lights. Especially if they're at night. Yeah. I was seven or eight years old and visiting my paternal grandparents with the rest of my family. They lived deep in the woods and I always hated it there. It felt like something was always watching and was always eerily quiet, like not even crickets chirping. My little brother and I shared a bed in one room on the ground floor. My brother would sleep at one end, his head against the window, and I would be on the other, facing the window. On this particular morning, I woke up first. The sun was brilliant, making the room gold through the curtains. And there, a silhouette against the window was a deer with the biggest rack of antlers I had ever seen. It was right there, like almost pressed against the window in profile. I stared in awe. And that is when it changed. In one smooth movement, it reared up on its hind legs and was no longer a deer, but a man. There was only two men in the area, my grandfather and my dad, and it was clearly neither. Not sure if that made it better or worse. Grandfather was very built for his age. Dad had a gut. This silhouette was clearly younger, muscular, but not in the like-a-brick way my grandfather was. It exuded strength and scared the hell out of me. It stared to the side for a moment and then strode off with purpose. I don't know what I saw. I want to believe it was just the groggy mind of a half-awake kid. But I remember the fear slicing through me. I remember the feeling of something being out there. What is with dear men? I don't know. That is so creepy. Oh my gosh. I would die if I saw that. But young and muscular sounds hot. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
was around 12 when this happened to me, during the time my brother and I shared a room and had bunk beds. He had the top bed while I was on the bottom. The room was quite long but really skinny, almost an L shape. Anyways, I remember waking up late one night. At the time, I could not figure out what I was feeling, but now I could describe it as dread and extreme anxiety. I stood up out of bed and checked to see my brother sleeping. As I turned towards the doorway, I noticed it was open. This was odd because we always slept with the door closed to keep the cat out. As I walked toward the door to shut it, I could see a shadow in the doorway that was illuminated by the hallway nightlight my dad had set up for us. I peeked around the corner and that was when I saw whatever it was I saw. In the door was a massive figure, if I had to guess, probably around 6 feet 6 inches to 6 feet 7 inches. Extremely lanky, the only detail I can make out was its long skinny arms and its eyes, which were red. I remember staring at it for a couple of seconds before it entered the room, having to bend at the waist just to get underneath the door frame. The last thing I remember was it rapidly approaching the bunk bed, then it goes blank. I woke up on the floor early the next morning. I told my dad about it the next day, but of course he chalked it up to a bad dream, and realistically he was probably right. It is just difficult to get over the fact that to this day I still remember whatever was in the doorway and the exact feeling I had from start to finish. The final thing about the encounter that convinced me something happened that night was my brother. About two days later, he pulled off his shirt and he had what looked like three insect bite marks on his upper right back, forming a triangle. They always, they went away relatively fast, but to this day, he has a mole in the direct center of where the bites were. Okay, so that was the alien. That's not the first time I've heard of the three marks and then having something that's permanent that was right in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. The only thing that's weird to me is red eyes. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that on an alien before, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I've just heard like really big black. Yeah. Or like kind of like the absence of eyes kind of. Yeah. But red eyes? But that was totally an alien, right? You would, I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Poor kids. Oh God. When I was about seven years old, I was sitting in my bedroom with my friend Celia. We were playing. I think we were building with Lego. It was late afternoon and our parents were outside the front of the house chatting. My bedroom had a window at the, at the side of the house. At some point while we were playing, I looked up and saw something on the other side of the window. I have no idea how to, to describe this thing, and I haven't heard anyone else mention anything that sounded similar. From the neck down, it looked like a person. I can't remember what it was wearing, but I think it was dressed in a dark blazer. The collar was visible, so I know it was facing us. From the neck up, everything started to look very wrong. Its head was heart-shaped. Its skin was brown and leathery like the hide of an animal, but it was slightly translucent. And beneath the leathery skin, I could see thick, pulsing, black and dark blue veins. There was no face. I remember looking at this thing for a moment. It was like my brain had fuzzed over being scared. And I remember thinking something like, no, no, that's not meant to be there. That's not what a person looks like. I remember mostly feeling surprised more than scared. I don't think I really thought it was real. I slowly turned my head to look at Celia and she was doing the same. 
turning her head to look at me. I saw her wide eyes and her mouth hanging open, and as I realized we could both see this thing, the fear clicked in, and I thought, that's not a person. That's not a fucking person. What the fuck is that thing? That's not a fucking person. Oh my god. I remember being paralyzed with shock and fear. I wanted to bolt, but I couldn't move. I suddenly felt really sick, like the room was blurry and spinny. I don't remember the thing walking away, but one moment it was there, and the next it was gone. Celia and I both stood up wordlessly and walked solemnly outside. I remember feeling unnaturally cold, wobbly, and frowned like you do when you are coming down with the flu. We walked to the front of the house, and we each grabbed onto a parent and snuggled into them until they finished their conversation. Celia and I never talked about it. Oh my gosh. That's that, scary. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. That's the first thing. That's the first time I've heard of something like that. Yeah. In a suit? I don't like that. <laughs> I'm just standing there in the window. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No. no. That's creepy. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm Native American and I've always been pretty in tune with the spiritual realm, if you will. For as long as I can remember... I've had a spirit that stays with me. Always chalked it up to an imag imaginary friend when I was a kid. I named him George, and he's been a blessing in my life. I've had plenty of paranormal experiences, but this one, there was someone else who witnessed it. About two and a half years ago, my fiancé and I moved into a new condo. We got pregnant about a month later, and I noticed that George had begun clinging to my fiancé. He's always been a protector. Anyways, fast forward about another month around Christmas time. I noticed that George wasn't around. Every night he was gone. Every night he was gone, I was visited by a little boy who was scared and running from something. That something was an evil spirit in the form of a little girl. Every encounter ended him, ended with him saying, she's here. He'd vanish and I'd be overwhelmed with this feeling of doom. Then I'd see her. It got to the point that I was sleeping downstairs to avoid the encounters. They seemed to stay upstairs until my last real encounter. I walked into the kitchen late one night to get a glass of water. There was the little boy huddled on, huddled on the floor. He didn't acknowledge me, which was odd because he always came to me. He looks up, stares straight through me, and says goodbye. Just then the little girl appears and takes him away violently. Turns out he was staring through me and at my wife. She had somehow managed to come downstairs unnoticed. She's known about my experiences, but never seen one transpire. She knew then why I hadn't been sleeping in the bed. I'd had enough, and the next morning I go out and buy some sage. As my fiancé and I were cleansing the apartment, we began to hear rather strange creaking noises, almost as if the whole condo was shifting. We make our way upstairs, and right at the top of the stairs, a huge gust of wind blows out the sage. At that moment, George had returned. All was right, and the little girl hasn't been seen, or hasn't since returned. My son is now two years old and sees George, even calls out for him. I think it's cute, as does my wife. It still kind of scares her because she knows of the things I've dealt with. That's crazy. <laughs> it only does that. When we're doing our podcast. That's weird. It doesn't do it any other time. Maybe it's just not used to you talking so much. 
Alright. Um, I saw a real flying saucer, for real, while camping in Sierra Fria, located in Agusalentes, Mexico. Around 40 people and I were there, making a campfire at night. Suddenly, a flying saucer flew over us. It was like 40 meters above us. One could see it clearly. It had shape of two plates placed against each other, like the typical spaceship. Its diameter was about 10 meters, and it had gray-silver color. It had lights of primary colors beneath it, and didn't make a sound. The guide wasn't surprised. He only said, Whatever. Which means, hey, look, a UFO. I don't know if it was made by humans or aliens, but I saw it and everyone there. It was real as fuck. This happened in 2000. Now that I think about it, it was spooky. Yeah, it's spooky. Yes, it is. It's like the guide was like, hey, look, another one. <laughs> My university, an entire town really, is surrounded by very thick woods, and since it's far north, it gets dark quick. It was late fall and about 10 at night, and I had been in, in the computer lab since 2 in the afternoon working on a programming assignment. I was completely exhausted and was happily heading back to my dorm. It was Friday night, so I was very much alone on the walk back. Part of the walk was going up a set of concrete stairs, and as I crested them, I became very aware of the feeling of being watched. I looked around and saw nothing, and so I kept walking, but at a, a much, at a much faster rate, feeling as if I were being followed the whole time back to my dorm. To reach my dorm, you have to go down a twisting set of stairs and then unlock the main door into the building. As I unlocked the door, I glanced behind me out of habit to see if anyone else was coming, up near the top of the stairs, I saw a dark figure. It looked like they were wearing a hoodie, and their proportions fell off, like they almost knew what a human body looked like, but not quite. I could not see their face, but I knew they were staring at me. I jumped inside my building and slammed the door shut behind me. I still don't like being on campus alone at night, almost two years later. Hmm. I would hate that. I don't... Oh, I know. I don't like that feeling where you something's behind you mm -hmm. or mm -mm, I hate that I was in my brother's room a few years ago when something strange happened with a balloon my brother had a red balloon in his room don't know where he got it from and I was just hanging out in there with my mom my brother was on his bed my mom was sitting in a chair and I was standing near the door now this red balloon was about four feet away from me pushing up against the ceiling I was looking in the balloon's direction, and all of a sudden, it just falls halfway to the ground and shoots back up again. Everyone in the room saw it, and I freaked out and sprinted back into my room, terrified. My brother was going crazy while I was freaked the hell once, and my mom was trying to calm us back. <laughs> no one was in arm's reach for the balloon or its string, and it suddenly fell down and shot back up again. That's kind of creepy. That is creepy, and there are a lot of balloons. I know that's what I was th just thinking. Yeah, I've seen I've seen um, YouTube videos about like of balloons acting weird. Mm -hmm. It's probably like a doesn't take much energy kind of thing. Yeah. to move them. Yeah. Went on a snowboarding trip with a buddy in Vermont and ended up getting it to getting ended up getting to a half of the mountain. These people do not know how to write, I swear. 
I don't know. They were in Vermont, and they ended up going to a mountain that was op- wasn't open that day. Okay. Started going down the trails, even though the lifts weren't open. Once we got to the bottom, realized there was no way to get back to the main lift, but we did see a trail that kept going down. Decided to go down that trail, and after about two minutes of riding down deep powder, realized it was a bad decision, and we were completely lost. My phone was dead, and my buddies had only a few percent. Managed to call Ski Patrol to describe where we were, and he said in the 30 years he'd worked there, he's never been down that trail. Oh my god. So we began hiking back up in the knee-deep powder, and there were these footsteps going across the trail that were huge and deep. I'm terrible with measurements, but imagine if someone took those large snowshoes for hiking and made them into the shape of a foot. But they weren't just in the shape of a foot, they were about two feet deep opposite of snowshoes and there was about three or four feet between each step i actually started laughing at how ironic it was that both of our phones were dead when we found them that is scary because you know that's where bigfoot is i know where nobody ever and no one's there with you and you're by yourself you see footprints no oh my gosh Remember those fi- those pictures of those? I thought they were footprints. Yeah, either yeah, were rabbits, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I guess. Well, who said that? I don't remember. Oh. I think I looked online or something. Oh. Rabbits would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Here. Yeah. They looked really big, though. I know. Must be a big bunny. And they must have been like everywhere. I don't. <laughs> Because <laughs> the way the footprints are, I don't know, whatever, the prints were, Yeah, there was like four or five. Hmm. Unless it's the rabbit jumping. That's to eat. I don't know. Anyway. That doesn't make sense. I it wouldn't be perfectly indented like that if it, because they're not big. And I once it hopped off, it wouldn't hop like, well, maybe it would hop. That Which far? maybe that's why it made it indent so far. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> my group of friends and I used to go drink and smoke at this really beautiful spot on a golf course in my town, surrounded by thick, lush forests. We arrive one night and are just chatting with one another as we walk down the golf cart path, passing the tree line when we all hear the most deep, horrifying, and distorted growl emanating from the woods next to us followed by what sounded like a sapling being cracked in half. We froze, exchanged, did you hear that? What was that? Quickly turned on our heels and sped back to the car. The entire time, it felt like eyes were on us. I felt watched. I kept glancing over my shoulder because I was convinced I'd see some huge creature come barreling down after us. Got to the car, hopped in, locked the doors, and fucking booked it. Never saw anything, but God was that creepy and strange. I have to mention, I live about 30 minutes outside of New York City. We have coyotes, foxes, raccoons, skunks, and every now and then, the occasional black bear. It sounded like none of these animals. Coyotes have high-pitched yelps and howls. I've been hearing them the entirety of my life. It wasn't them. Foxes and raccoons can make some god-awful noises, but they're also high-pitched. God only knows what noises skunks make, but I bet they're cute as fuck. (laughs) Black bear would make sense due to the deepness of the growl and the saplings being snapped, but they're not only incredibly rare, 
It just didn't sound like a bear. It didn't sound like a real animal. It really almost sounded like a wolf growl that somebody had fucked with an audio soft on audio software, making the pitch rise and fall from deep to impossibly deep, making it sound garbled and strange. It seriously almost sounded digital in a way. I actually want it to be a bear just dicking around on a golf course, but I just don't. Ugh. <laughs> uh, these people are weird. That's really creepy, though. Like to hear that. A sound that loud that you have no clue. Mm, that is terrifying. No way. I was on a scub count. <laughs> scub count. <laughs> scub count. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a Cub Scout camp out somewhere in the woods by Knob Noster, Missouri. My friends were back at camp and I was in the woods by the campsite. There was this fallen tree that was angled and we spent most of the camp out trying to climb it. So I was halfway up the tree when I looked to my right and a large, hairy, orangutan looking creature was looking at me and grinning. I was seven years old, not on drugs, and I saw an honest to God Sasquatch. Oh my god. (laughs) That's scary. When I was in college, I lived in a dorm for native students. It was the first multicultural house in the Greek village, and we were so proud. About nine of us lived there. The college was built on our tribe's old wintering grounds, and the school had disposed of things in a pretty shady way back in the 70s and 80s. Anyway, after the first few months we lived there, several of us noticed strange things. We weren't comfortable by ourselves. We'd see black people shapes out of the corners of our eyes. Somebody even swore they had a conversation with me when I wasn't in the house. And they said the me was a bit off and vacant and strange, but they couldn't figure out why. This happened with a few of us. Things were being broken and misplaced. We we would hear strange wind noises sometimes. We finally went to someone in our tribe who dealt with things like this. He came and cleared the house with tobacco and water. We prayed and cleansed ourselves. Two of us stayed in the house while he worked. I distinctly remember him walking through a darkened living room, opening the door and hearing what sounded like a tornado whizz through the room very quickly. Then it was over. Turns out it wasn't malevolent or anything, just something that had attached itself to the land. We never had any problems after the cleansing. Crazy. And this is my last one. About seven years ago in Sierra Vista, a little city in Arizona, about 15 minutes from the Mexican border, misfortune had hit hard and I had been homeless for about six months at that point. So the usual schedule for me was to be awake until sunrise. The nights were cold and staying moving kept me warm. And the first rays of sunlight were so warm that I was able to sleep. I would only sleep for a little bit before I was back up and hitting a local charity for lunch. Catnap through dinner, wake up as soon as the sun goes down, and wander through the desert to stay warm until sunrise. I ran you through my schedule so that you know this thing happened during my normal operating hours while I was fully awake. It's not possible that it was a dream and not likely to be my imagination. So I I had two routes during the day. I would be in town so I would be unarmed. A straight edge sword <laughs> back in my burrow that I had bought when I had a job and a car and a house. During the night, I wandered the desert and would often explore far enough out that I could no longer even see the lights in town. 
So I would wear my sword sheathed on my back, a just-in-case measure, and I'd really only ever used it to carve up yucca stalks for the roof of my burrow. Okay, setup complete. Here's what I saw. I'm walking along following the edge of a small wash, twirling a stick I found. I'd walked for about an hour to get there, so I was probably a good five or so miles from any human on the planet. I hear a thump-thump from up ahead, but there's some scruffy bushes ahead so I can't see anything. Not wanting to sneak up on something dangerous like a mother javelina or a bear, I take my stick and smack the nearest tree a couple times. Thumping stops, and about 30 feet ahead of me, I see a head poke up from behind a bush. A head I've seen before? Kinda. It had big eyes and tufty bits on it, and was basically set up like any other primate face, but it also looked almost reptilian. So I did what any normal person would do and grabbed my sword handle and yanked it. Well, it doesn't really work like that. I yanked it forward and accidentally broke the strap and kept the sheath on my back. So here I am brandishing a sheath's sword at a lizard monkey five miles from nowhere and it stands up to a full height of four feet and hushing bolts. It's and hushing bolts itself away from me with this ostrich person gait that was more awkward to watch than it was scary. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> I'm kind of funny. That was good. What did he call it? That A was lizard so monkey. funny. Lizard monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. What's Hush and Bolt? I don't know. Where were they from? Did it say? Uh, I don't know. Arizona? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Yeah, Arizona. Weird. I've never heard that term. So, who knows? Me neither. Okay, this week I did the craziest experiences that delivery guys have had, or oh, delivery people. Yeah. First one, I got these from Ranker. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I worked, <laughs> I worked at a Pizza Hut in high school. Our delivery guy went out and was gone for the next three hours. This was before cell phones, and we didn't know what happened, so I had to take over the deliveries. He shows back up, and we all ask him where he's been because we are way behind schedule. Someone had ordered a pizza to one of the dormitories on the Air Force Base and left the door cracked open. Naturally, he pushed the door open and gave what he expected to be a drunk airman his pizza. Instead, the airman had hung himself and was dead. Huh. That's how he wanted to be discovered. Our driver was out so long because of police reports and whatnot. Terrible night. Oh, that's just fucking rude. That is fucking rude. He ruined that guy's life. What a dick. Seriously. Terrible. Next one. The worst delivery I've ever had was about two years ago. I got to the apartment, knocked on the door, and heard a voice from in the inside telling me to come in. Okay, no big deal. Probably has her hand full with kids or something. So I opened the door, walk in, and made the biggest mistake. I took a breath. The smell was unforgettable. It smelled like rancid, decomposing flesh that had been sitting in the sun for days while simultaneously being kept hydrated. What? Ew. I continued to walk with only 
a small falter in my step, took the pizza and pop to the lady in the chair. The closer I walked to her, the worse the smell got. After what seemed like years, she finally handed me the money, gave her change back, more than I should have, and walked out of the apartment. As soon as the door closed behind me, I puked. I puked until I was dry heaving, but still puking. Eventually, I made it to my car, but it I could still smell it. It was on my clothes. Oh. I did the only logical thing I could think of. I stripped. Hoodie, shirt, pants, socks, and shoes all tossed into my trunk. I drove back to the pizza place, got out of my car, grabbed my clothes, and walked in like a boss. (laughs) The other driver just staring at me in my boxers. I went to the back of the store and did laundry. That's disgusting. That is horrible. To make him throw up? Wow. Oh my god. Ugh. Uh, if I ever get like that, will you tell me I stink? Uh yeah. <laughs> Be like Brandy. <laughs> that's gross. I will never I couldn't No. That's disgusting. I couldn't do that. Okay, next one. It had to be like uh, one of those really, really big people. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking. Don't move. That, yeah, she and... didn't move. I mean, had the pizza guy come in, you know, so she didn't have to get up. Yeah. Next one, I delivered it for a pizza place, got an order for a house farther than our usual delivery radius. I pulled up, knocked on the door, and waited, and wait, and wait. Then knock again, nothing. So I call. When a woman answers the phone, sounding groggy as hell. Okay, sorry, I'll be there, she says. She opens the door, robe completely open, with a slender, naked body underneath. All I could muster was, you look nice. (laughs) That was enough for a thanks, cutie. She paid me and sent me back on my way. Minutes later, I get a text. What's your name? So we begin a little text chat, which, after a little chatter, ends up with her sending me three or four nudes. Not that I didn't see her in her open robe. A day goes by, and I figured I'd text. I'd send her a text. She responds, sorry, who's this? <laughs> I respond with the old, I delivered your pet pizza to your house. She then directs me to an adultfriendfinder.com and tells me to set up an account and message her there. That's some good advertising tactics. I didn't sign up or text her back. It was kind of, I was kind of weirded out by the whole situation. She must send a lot of full frontal nudes out via text. <laughs> <laughs> you look nice. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Next one, I delivered pizzas at a bunch of different places. You get regulars, like any restaurant, people who order all the time and usually order the same thing. There was one delivery I would always make to a house, and a little girl, maybe 10, would always answer the door and pay for the pizza. That wasn't too weird. Kids like to pay for pizzas a lot. The orders were sometimes early in the evening, sometimes late. One evening, I delivered a pizza to her, and she didn't have enough money. I suggested she go get one of her parents, and she said her mom wasn't there, and her daddy wasn't alive anymore. I asked when her mom might be back, thinking she ran out somewhere, and the girl said Thursday. It was Monday. I said, are you sure? And she said, yes, her mommy's boyfriend lives in a nearby town and leaves on Monday and comes back on Thursdays. What a bitch. Most of the time. I asked about grandma, any friends, family, etc. No, no, no. So I sort 
I sort of sat there wondering, what the fuck do I do now? I thought about giving her the pizza and saying, here you go, bye. After one of those probably only ten second, but feels like an, an eternity moments, I sat on the steps with the little girl until the police... Oh, I asked if I could borrow her phone. This was pre-cell phones. I called the police and sat on the steps with the little girl until the police arrived. She talked about her cat that ran away and her My Little Ponies and gave me a friendship bracelet. Aww. I noticed her hair and her clothes were dirty. I thought about this poor girl just sitting in her house for days at a time completely alone. The police came and I told them my story and they told me to leave. Not sure what happened to her. No pizza orders from that house anymore. I would check all of the orders whenever I worked. Poor baby. That makes me want to cry. I know. That is... I hate people. Uh, next one. I used to do, to do delivery uh, for a local pizza shop in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. There was this old woman who always ordered a pizza every Wednesday night. One day I, she called ordering a pepperoni pizza, her usual. She's right down the street, so it was ready in 10 minutes and I was out for delivery. Yet when I got to her home, an ambulance was parked out front. I walked up to the door, pizza in hand, and pushed the doorbell. A younger woman, I presumed to be her daughter, explained to me that she had passed away and that I was the last person she ever talked to. The woman's daughter paid with a tip, and I went back to work. Aw. That's sad. I know. That'd be sucky if that was the last thing you did, was order a pizza. <laughs> that would suck. Next one, I delivered a pizza to a regular part of town, and when I rang the doorbell, this one is fucking fucked up. I'm just warning you. Okay. When I rang the doorbell, two small children about the age of five or six came out, and I said, hello, is your mother or father home? They both stared at me blankly and proceeded to remove their clothes. I immediately became uncomfortable and started yelling into the house, hello, pizza's here. <laughs> By this time, the children had completely removed their clothing and both were mocking me by using their genitals like puppets while making ma monster and animal noises. What? I couldn't believe what was going on at this point, and I was about two seconds from getting in my car and getting the hell out of there when a fat bearded man who looked like he hadn't slept in days stepped into the in front of the door. Oh, you're here, he said, while completely ignoring the children, who were by this point making ugly faces at me and pointing. When I arrived back at the pizza place, I asked to be removed from the delivery schedule for the day. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. What the, f what the fuck? What is wrong with people? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Next one. Delivered pizzas in North Dakota and... And always used to get some weirdos. Dirt roads were always a bad sign. One time I arrived at the address in a trailer park and there was a note on the door that says, please come inside, money's on the counter. Whatever, I head in there and there is a $20 bill sitting there for a $26 order. Great, so I decide to wait, but after about five minutes, it's starting to look like a lost cause. I call them up to see what's up, and the woman answers. I explain to her that she's a little short, and she says, Yeah, I know. Didn't you see my note? I told her I did see the note, which is how I knew they were $6 short. No, the other note, the one on the, on the microwave. Turning my head, I see a post-it note with the words, Pawn Me, scribbled on it. 
You want me to pawn your microwave to make up the difference? Yes, she said. We do it a lot. There's a pawn shop right next door, and they usually give me around $20 for it. That should cover the bill and, and give you a tip for your troubles. I wasn't totally sure if this was legal, but I ventured over to the pawn shop, and he did indeed give me $20 for it. <laughs> I asked if this was common, and the guy working at the counter said it was the fourth delivery guy that month to come in with a microwave. Hey, at least I got a $14 tip out of it. How oh weird. God. That is weird. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I'm taking your pizza, and I'm leaving. You can keep your 20 bucks. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't get paid enough. Like, $14 is not worth my time. Yeah, to get a microwave and take it to a bar. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next one, I worked for Circuit City, and I was one of the people who delivered and set up TVs and, com- and computers. There was this one time we were delivering a computer to this older lady who looked like she was in her 60s. When we arrived at her house, we hear nine-inch nails blasting from the house. We thought this must be an awesome old lady. She invited us in, and while we set up her new computer, she turned off the music and started blasting lesbian porn on her gigantic TV. We both just kind of ignore this and continue to set up the computer in the most awkward silence possible. (laughs) She then starts to talk to us about how she used to be a porn star and how she would like us to stay longer. It was me, an 18-year-old kid, and my boss, 40-year-old ex-Marine. He just goes, well, I'm married, but I'm sure he wouldn't mind. (laughs) She started hitting on me quite a bit harder. It got to the point where we just left in the most awkward silence. Until we got to the truck where we both just start laughing our asses off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next one. I was working for Domino's and had a delivery to a condo complex. I knock on the door and this dude opens the door and he's in diapers and has a bow in his hair like a little baby. Oh, my God. It was awkward. Yeah. <sighs> Next one. When went to this guy's house. And the door was open with the screen door in front of it. Rang the doorbell like three times. No answer. Called twice. And I hear the phone ringing in this guy's house. The phone was actually on the table that I could see. So I call a third time. And this big, fat, pimply white guy comes down the stairs in nothing but a leopard print thong to pick up the phone. Hello? Hello, this is the pizza guy. I'm at your front door. He just turned his head, saw me looking at him, dropped the phone, and ran upstairs. <laughs> I got a nice tip, though. <laughs> Next one, I once delivered a sofa to my own house that my wife had bought without consulting me. <laughs> That's great. Next one, I used to deliver beer to various liquor stores, gas stations, and bars. There were was one moment in particular that left me dumbfounded, and it wasn't until later that I realized how dangerous the situation was. I was leaving a gas station that I had just delivered to. As I was walking towards the cab, the truck cab, I saw in my mirror that there was a large, unkempt man quickly approaching me from behind. Right as I began to turn Around six to eight police cars pulled up to the station with every officer getting out, hands on their weapons. They shouted to get on the ground, and I just froze, not knowing what to do. 
The officers rushed, and one grabbed me and pulled me aside. I have no idea what he said to me because a helicopter was present. At this point, the approaching man was handcuffed. I had to wait a little bit while the officers took account of the situation, but one of the officers got on his walkie-talkie saying, We got him. I still have no clue who this guy was, only that he could be very a very dangerous individual. That would be scary. Next one, I delivered a pizza to a farmhouse. I lived in an area with a town and farms on the outskirts. So I go to up to the door, deliver said pizza without incident. Customer closes door, and I turn around to realize I am trapped on the front porch by a pissed-off rooster. <laughs> he comes at me, and I jump over the ledge of the porch. That damn cock chased me all the way back to my truck, pecking at my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, I used to deliver food for a grilled sandwich shop back in college. One delivery I took had me going to a fortune teller's place at the other end of town. She's a middle-aged woman of Middle Eastern descent, and she invites me inside as, she's, as she has to rummage around for money. As she's looking, we're making small talk about fortune telling and what it's like and the people she sees, why she does it, etc. Eventually, she pays me and caps our conversation with... All right, I'll see you around, Blake. I never at any point in the conversation told her my name. I walked out stunned and shaken. I sit in my car for a good minute, just dipping in and out of reality, suddenly wondering if mind reading and fortune telling were real things. I then look down and see my name tag on my shirt. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew it. That's great. <laughs> Next one, I worked as a delivery driver for a local shop that delivered around a college and got sent to a $235 delivery to a frat that was having a party. Upon delivering the pizza, I was told I could have $250 or play a game of beer pong in which I, could, I would win $500 or get nothing. I ended up barely winning by one cup. They had apparently been anticipating my loss and weren't authorized by the treasury person of the frat to spend that much. Frat president eventually had to get the $500 to me because he said that they were men of their words. Then watched two members get a quick vote kick for being idiots and the party shut down. 14 guys ended up with a ton of pizza and no party. <laughs> I've only been a pizza delivery driver for a month and a half and last week, I had to deliver a pizza to someone whose next-door neighbor's house was on fire. I'm not talking small fire. I'm talking three fire engines, two police cars, two ambulances, with a burning house literally five meters from where I was standing in the doorway. Very surreal greeting for the, for the girls who opened the door. Good evening. Here's your pizza. Your neighbor's house is on fire. That'd be scary. Are you supposed to leave if your neighbor's house is on fire? Yeah, because like, it could jump like, yeah. jump over and catch your house on yeah, fire. Yeah, that's what I thought. Next one, I delivered pizza for many years. There was a regular who was a pretty good tipper, so we were always fighting over who got to deliver to this guy. I got lucky and brought him his unusually, unusually large order. Turns out he was having a little get-together, and there were a bunch of dudes in his apartment. I saw a lot of little glass bowls all around the kitchen and a couple more on the kitchen table. Then I realized that all the dudes were holding fistfuls of money and that the bowls were filled with betta fish. They were betting on fish fights. Mm. Next one. 
I did pizza delivery in college in central PA. Relative background information, I'm Korean. I arrived at the front door of an older couple's house with a large pie in hand. When I rang the doorbell, the woman came out and said, and I said, I have your delivery. She looks at me puzzled and says, we didn't order no Chinese food. Oh, my God. Of course I had to explain that I was just the delivery guy and I had their large pizza in hand. What a bitch. What a... What? What? People are so stupid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you... Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm sorry. That's... That is so dumb. I just... I just can't. I can't. Oh, my... I don't understand how people think. I don't get it. That's so dumb. Okay, next one. (laughs) Food delivery to strip clubs. I delivered to a gay bar that may or may not have been a strip club. And the guy pulled up his pants halfway while standing at the bar. Pulled crumpled ones, ones out of his underwear to pay me. Ew. I wish dancers there would have ordered more often. That guy was very professional. Besides unfolding his underwear money. And tipped great. <laughs> his underwear money. Yeah. You know, it was all sweaty. <laughs> Next one, I delivered pizza in high school. One night I had a delivery and it ended up being a couple of stone teenagers. They didn't have bills when I arrived, so instead they gave me a five-gallon jug about half full of change. Oh, my God. They told me they were going to count out the amount before I arrived, but forgot to. (laughs) I took it back with me and counted the silver. If I remember right, the pizza was around $14, and the amount I was given in change was around 105 Oh, my God. Not counting the pennies. I was allowed to keep all of it besides the money owed for the pizza. Damn jug was heavy. That's hilarious. That's a nice tip. Yeah. And my last one. I used to deliver to this one divorced lady's house every week, and she used to flash me, quote unquote, by accident Mm -hmm. all the time. She used to wear sweatshirts with really loose necks. This was the early 90s and always bent over in front of me to the point where even a naive dope like me figured out it was no accident. those are mine all right i think we're gonna do would you rather again okay and i hope these are supposed to be funny so so far we're not doing very good all right would you rather live in the world of harry potter or live in the world of star wars well i'm gonna have to go with harry potter only because I've really never seen Star Wars, and it's in the in space, isn't it? Yeah. Would it be in space? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Harry Potter. Though. Okay. Well, first of all, you're weird. Second of all, <laughs> I have actually seen both. Yeah. And I would pick Harry Potter too. Okay. Because Harry Potter is awesome. Okay, so I may be weird, but I'm not wrong. <laughs> No. I've tried to get into Star Wars several times. I just can't. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone hates me because of it. I just, I'm sorry. 
Would you rather eat two worms or eat one slug? <gasps> Ew. I'd rather eat two worms. Yeah. I actually, I don't even know where I read that. I was reading stories. It was probably for for the podcast, I'm assuming. And I read a story where they were eating pizza with mushrooms on it. Mm-hmm. And they, it was like late at night and they just went down to the kitchen and they saw something sitting on the counter and they thought it was a mushroom. They just picked it up and stuck it in their mouth and it was a slug. And they said it popped. (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to go with worms. Yeah, I think I'll go with worms too. (laughs) Slugs are disgusting. 58% said worms. Mm -hmm. Would you rather be scolded by your parents or scolded by your partner? Hmm. Does that... I mean, my my parents now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go with my partner then. I would, first, I would not let anyone scold me. That's what, yeah, that's but. what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, like, if anybody's going to, it's not going to be him. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with partner. Okay. Only 35% said partner. Well, your parent, That's that was my very first thought it was my parents because it's happened so you know yeah like that, whatever yeah, that's normal yeah but i it w- i would pick mommy yeah these are not funny <laughs> i'll bring those cards next week would you rather know how to program or know a language of your choice Ooh, i think i would like to program the well app i mean that's like a no-brainer mm-hmm. but the only reason is because you get a sweet fucking job oh yeah so yeah definitely program only 35 percent said what? program yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid <laughs> would you rather know how to paint beautiful paintings or have a picture of a famous painter what and again, no brainer. That's so stupid. That's stupid. Why would you want a picture of some random person? Let's see how many people picked. Seventy-seven percent said. So thirty-three percent or twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three percent of me. Twenty. Thirty-three percent of people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't count. Math does not count. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one not necessarily stupid but this is easy okay would you rather explore the amazon forest <laughs> okay or explore the ocean oh god <laughs> no thank you to the ocean 52 percent said explore the ocean people are into it oh, i no. just can't i i think i think the people who are into the ocean are totally naive to the massive uh-huh. don't get me wrong it's cool yeah to look at on a screen exactly even then i'm freaked out though. well yeah but at least you're not there yeah but yeah i i oh i can't do the ocean it's too scary Mm-mm. would you rather be a robot or an alien oh gosh i'm gonna go with alien yeah because at least they're real organic yeah couldn't imagine living as a robot that would just be weird <laughs> i wouldn't feel real yeah 53 percent said robot they're wrong 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses Okay. or fight one horse-sized duck? Oh. <laughs> How many duck-sized horses? A hundred. Or a horse. Or a duck the size of a horse? No, a horse. Yeah. A duck that's the size of a horse. That is terrifying. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the hundred baby yeah, horses. Yeah, because they're going to be like, you know. <laughs> He's so cute. Like, oh, so cute. percent said duck sized horses. What is wrong with these people? I don't know. Would you rather be a giant mouse? Okay. Or be a tiny elephant? Tiny elephant? Yes, that would be so cute. I would be adorable. Sixty six percent. Would you rather have your breath smell like a bad fart? Oh, God. Or have your laugh sound like a fart. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go. I, I want my laugh to sound like a fart. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And then everyone else's laugh. And then I would keep laugh farting. <laughs> Well, it would definitely be better than having breath yeah, that smelled like that. I, I oh my god! I don't think. So. Yeah, sixty-eight percent said laugh sound like a fart. <laughs> oh my god, our podcast would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have no eyebrows or have only one eyebrow? Okay, is that one eyebrow all the way across? That's what I'm assuming. Yes. Hmm. Oh God. Hmm. They're they've done a lot with drawing on your eyebrows nowadays. You can actually get eyebrow tattoos. Yeah, you can do stuff if you don't have eyebrows. Yeah. And I'm assuming if you have one eyebrow, it's one going all the way across, and you have to live with it. Like you can't pluck. You know, well, if a... that's the case, if you can't pluck, then you can't draw on eyebrows either. Oh. <laughs> I'm still going to go with no eyebrows. <laughs> but get... I'll cut some bangs. <laughs> I think I agree with that. I'll just be like, I'll just tell everyone Whoopi Goldberg is my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather surf in shark-infested waters... Or jump free fall with a parachute into the Grand Canyon. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Neither. I know. That's my What was answer. the first one? Surf in shark-infested waters. Oh, fuck that. I'm, I, there's no way. No way. No. I don't know. I'd rather jump into the... I, I couldn't do either one. Literally, I could not do either one. Well, if you had to. No, I could not. If I can't draw my eyebrows, <laughs> you can't not choose one of these. Fine. I guess the Grand Canyon. At least that way, if you die, it wouldn't be a horrific attack. Yeah, that's true. It would just be kind of spot. It would be over like that. Okay. This one's, I don't know. 
Would you rather have all your emails for the next two months made public or have all your text messages read by everyone for the next two months? Oh, God. I have nothing to hide in I don't email. either. It wouldn't it doesn't make a difference. Either I'd rather one. not. I think I'd rather do the email. Yeah. Because sometimes I say things in text messages. That's that what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'd much, because texting is actually what i'm thinking usually and emails are usually like more business like it's business or just junk yeah for me yeah i talk to my kids teachers like nothing yeah yeah 69 percent said emails Hmm. would you rather not be allowed to wash your hands for a month Mm -mm. or not be allowed to wash your hair for a month oh god oh well, first of all, we're in COVID right now, so I know I was gonna I was gonna say you can't <laughs> not wash your hands. Yeah, so your hair I, is just gonna have to be nasty. I guess, but oh, that would be horrible. Yes, it would. Ew! After a month, I wonder what my hair would look like. Ew! I don't even want to know. But yeah. <laughs> would you rather be stranded on an island with someone you hate? Not really. Or be stranded on an island alone? <sighs> Fuck. Honestly, I'd be with someone I hated. Really? Yeah. I would be alone. If I was stranded on an island, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Maybe if someone I hated knew what to do, I'd actually live. Yeah, but if you guys hate each other, they wouldn't, they might not help you. They didn't say that they hated me. Hey, I can pretend with the best of them. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be the circus person who puts their head in the lion's mouth or be the clown that is shot out of a cannon? (sighs) I'd rather be shot out of a cannon. Yeah, I'm not not getting around no freaking Mm -mm. lion. No way. Would you rather sneeze once every hour (laughs) or burp every time you saw an attractive person? Um, I'm just going to go with burping because that's like not a big deal. I wouldn't want to have to sneeze once every hour for the rest of my life. You know, I don't really see that many attractive people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that means in person or like if, uh, like on TV. Well, TV, no one's here to hear me. Yeah. Except for Peyton and he don't count. It's just a burp, though. Yeah. It's, like, not a big deal. So, yeah, I do the burp, too. Oh, ever, so everyone else said sneeze. That's weird. I know. It's probably just a bunch of single 20-year-olds that would die if they burped in front of someone attractive. Mm, yeah. And we're old ladies. We don't give a shit. <laughs> we don't give a shit. <laughs> but I can burp louder than you. <laughs> would you rather always have to skip everywhere? <laughs> Or always have to run everywhere. I'm going to go with skip. Yeah, me too. Running just seems... Too much. Yeah. Skipping is... It's funny. 81% said run. They're not as carefree and joyous as we are. That's right. That's right. Would you rather have 500 tarantulas crawling in your house? No. Or have 1,000 crickets jumping around your room? Oh my god, that is horrible. 
I can't do tarantulas, though. No fucking way. At least I wouldn't die if a cricket touched me. Oh. Is it tarantulas that still have venom? Or the kind that you get at the pet store that doesn't? Let's just say they don't. Then I would do the tarantula. Why? Because... Could you imagine a thousand crickets, how, how loud that would be in your room oh, yeah, while sucks. you're trying to sleep? How many tarantulas? 500. How, where, where is it? Just in your house. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> they can have the house, I'll just move. <laughs> people have tarantulas as pets. Those people are insane. Well, yeah, I wouldn't either, but... That is so scary. 56% said crickets. There's no way. If you have yeah, one cricket would, in your house. Yeah, it's insane and It's annoying. freaking loud. Yeah. Could you imagine a thousand? No. You, you, no. No, that would, no. <laughs> I did read a fact, however, though, that on Home Alone, the movie, mm-hmm. that the tarantula that they put on Daniel Stern's face was real. Oh, was it? He did it for the movie. I know. I think we've done this one before. Okay. Would you rather always talk in rhymes (laughs) or sing instead of speak? Oh, yeah. I would sing. I know. But speaking in rhymes would be fun, I think. Actually, just mix them together. Yeah. And And just sing all my rhymes. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'd be in a Dr. Seuss movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Would you rather have your grandmother's hairstyle (laughs) or have your grandmother's first name? Um, what was grandma's Mary? Mary. Or Audra? Audra. Audra was grandma's name i thought it was willie that was her middle name she went by willie her first name was audra mm-hmm. it's either audra or audrey and she went by willie yeah <laughs> I, I like audra I like... audrey i think it was audrey it was one of those audrey a or audrey name why yeah. did she go by willie i don't know Although I kind of like that name too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I'd, I'd have my grandma's name. Yeah, I would. Not say. her hairstyle. No. She just wore wigs, didn't she? Yeah. So. I think until she was older. Yeah. Would you rather fart really loud? Okay. Or poop your pants silently? <laughs> okay, is this all the time? Or. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'd rather fart really loud yeah. because I don't want poop in my pants. No, even if it's silent. Yeah. <laughs> that smell ain't going to be. Ew. And that feel? Ew. No. Ew. No. 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 Yeah, I'll fart all day. Yeah. <laughs> it would be embarrassing, but. <laughs> okay. Would you rather always take a cold shower or sleep an hour less than you need every day. No. I'd rather take a cold shower. Yeah. Actually, well, I think it was one of my facts. So who knows if it's real or not. But, like, cold showers are beneficial. Like, they're they're not bad for you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah and we were like, uh, no way. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, oh, 
I actually did take cold showers for a while, and it's so uncomfortable. It is. Oh my god! Except in the summer, it was really nice in well, the summer. Yeah. But yeah, in the winter, it was horrible. Would you rather have to shout everything you say, okay, or have to whisper everything you say? I'd whisper. Yeah, me too. I'm not a because if everyone looked at me, I would, I can't stand mm, that. Yeah. I'll see. Sixty-four percent said shout. A lot of people like to be loud. Well, a lot of people like attention. Oh yeah. Would you rather never be able to say what is on your mind, or always have to speak the truth? Might as well speak the truth. Yeah. I'd rather. I mean, I do that anyway. I would be fired if I spoke the truth all the time. So. Well, what were they again? Never be able to say what is on your mind or always have to speak the truth. I interpreted that as like, if you're speaking to someone, you just can't lie. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't, like, you didn't have to just say the truth. You know what I mean? Like, Mm, yeah. Say what's on your mind all the time, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do the truth. The truth. Because if I couldn't say what I wanted to say, that would drive me insane. Would you rather have to use a public toilet that is extremely dirty and dark? Yeah. Or have to use a public toilet that has a snake in it? The snake's in the toilet? It just says in, in, in the room. In the public toilet. So I, I guess. And I don't know. Can I avoid the snake? Mm, yeah. Then I'm going to go with the snake. Is the but bathroom it... clean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, as clean as a public toilet can be. Okay. And what if the snake is like a rattlesnake or something? I guess I have to... You can always hover. Yeah. I'm thinking if I have to use it, though, it's an absolute emergency. And, yeah, dirty or not, I'd layer a bunch of toilet paper on it or hover or do what I had to do. Yeah. Touch the least amount of surface as possible and then scrub your hands when you're done. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's gross. (laughs) Would you rather have a dog that could hum... Or have a cat who could whistle. Hmm. I would have a cat that could whistle. That would be funny. Just the... Just the thought, though, of chunks going around the house humming. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. I I have to go with my dog. That's hilarious. (laughs) Humming the, the friends... That would be hilarious. 76% said cat. I mean, that would be great too. I'm not Yeah, it would be. That would be hilarious too, but just, I, Chunks is my favorite, and if he could hum, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Would you rather smell like cat pee for the rest of your life? No. Or 
smell cat pee every day for the rest of your life. Either way, you're going to smell cat pee for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, that is a horrible. But I guess if you only smell it yourself, you'd get used to it. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want, because if, if you smell like cat pee, everyone, then everyone will yeah, smell you. Exactly. If you're smelling the cat pee, then it's just you smelling it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's horrible, and it would suck, yeah. but I would rather do that than have my personal being stink. <laughs> oh, God. Would you rather have a tarantula as a bedmate, or... Have a lobster as a bedmate. Oh my god! At least tarantulas are furry. <laughs> are they gonna do a lobster? Big. No, they would like kill you in your sleep. Something. I no, that's uncomfortable. I would never sleep again if either one of those things was in my bed. Would you rather be a clown who distracts the bull? Or be the cowboy who rides the bull. Oh my gosh. I'd be the clown that distracted the bull. Yeah. Oh. Only because there's usually several of them and you can run. Yeah. There's a chance you might not get hurt. If you're riding the bull, you're probably going to get hurt. Would you rather forget who you are or not know who everyone else is? Oh my gosh. I guess I'm going to throw myself under the bus because at least other people could tell me who I am. Yeah. You know. Would you rather use eye drops made of vinegar <laughs> or use toilet paper made from sandpaper? Neither. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that is not a choice. I don't know. What happens if you put vinegar in your eyes? probably burns so either way one of my body parts is burning <laughs> i think i'd rather do the toilet paper yeah i think i would too that would suck so bad though would you rather have bad breath or smelly feet smelly feet yeah me too would you rather suffer from spontaneous shouting or suffer from unpredictable fainting spells. Shouting. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather begin every sentence with, hey, idiot. <laughs> or end every sentence with, ha ha, I was just kidding. <laughs> love you. Ha ha, I was just kidding. Or, hey, idiot, I love you. <laughs> No, I, I'd have to start everything with, hey, idiot. Because if everyone thinks I'm kidding all the time, I would never be taken seriously. That would drive me Yeah, nuts. but if you said, hey, idiot, every time, it wouldn't matter because you wouldn't have any friends. I don't have any friends. I'd totally get fired. <laughs> have a great day. Hi, I'm just kidding. Or if they'd be like, like, so did you finish that report? Or <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> They'd be like, oh. 
<laughs> so did you do it or? <laughs> so, or I'd call him an idiot. <laughs> That's terrible. I think the ha ha I was just getting is better is funnier. It is definitely funnier, but in actual life, that would not work. No. Well, neither would hey idiot. So no, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to go with um. I'd just go with hey idiot. <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, you can f- look us up on Facebook. You can join the group. Um, we still need your stories, so please send those in. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. And talk to you next week. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>